Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low-effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome back for another episode of Deeds in the Desert. I'm Izzy Rosario, your host. I'm really excited for today's episode, but before I get into today's episode, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that all the listeners out there are listening to people who have been in this industry a good while. Uh, myself, I feel like I'm pretty young in this. I've only been doing it about seven years. But for those who have listened to the other episodes that we've had, like Pat Vassar, Carrie Cook, Misty Bethany, and even some of our borrowers, they've been doing this for decades. So that's one great thing about this educational podcast is that you are going to hear it from the pros. You're going to hear it from people who have done this for years and years and years, and they do know exactly what they're talking about. They've been through different times and they understand exactly what it means to be a real estate investor. So I'm going to jump off that high horse and I'm going to get into our guest today. We have Chris Trembley from Preferred Trust Company. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So I'm really excited to finally get Chris on this episode because I'm really shocked that we haven't actually had an episode that talks about self-directed IRAs. Chris over at Preferred Trust Company, that's what they are. They are a self-directed custodian, which allows investors who want to get away from the stock market and who hate, you know, getting negative returns and wanting to get positive returns. So that's what we're going to jump in today. We're going to talk a little bit about how you can utilize a self-directed IRA to invest in the trust deeds we have here at Ignite Funding. So let's just start from the very top. How can investing in trust deeds through an IRA provide potential tax advantages versus, let's say, somebody coming over to us wanting to invest through a cash account? So with a, a IRA, traditional, Roth, SEP, simple, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you're going to use, obviously you have some tax-deferred or tax-free income growth there. Right. Uh, so that's the whole purpose of having your IRA is that you can really prepare for retirement. You have money that's specifically set aside. You know, it's great to invest in cash, but you're always tempted to use it, right? Yeah, especially yeah, Especially when you're done investing, or may you may invest once and then, oh, you got a great return and then you're out of there because, you, right. you know, well, you got a Hawaiian vacation to take or, yeah. you know, you got a new car to buy or whatever the case may be. It's a lot harder to touch those retirement dollars um, because there is tax liability to them, especially, um, you know, in a traditional IRA, SEP and, SEP and SIMPLE as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really lets you, you know, if, you, if you're not touching it, then you're continuing to grow it. And we see that most investors who are investing through an IRA are re- making repeat investments mm-hmm. uh, or several at a time. And they're really planning for their retirement. It's, it's, it's tucked away. It's saved for that time when you reach retirement age and you're ready to start drawing off of that account. For the listeners that don't know out there, um, can you just define the main difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA? Sure. So you have tax deferred. So the money, the growth of that account um, is not taxed until you actually take it out and put it in your possession. So it okay. goes you know, from your IRA to your personal bank account, checking your savings, and that's when you're taxed. So remember, as you get older, your tax liability reduces. After age 59 and a half, you don't face penalty anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, if, if you don't touch that money until you're, you know, in your late 60s, your early 70s, um, then your tax liability is not going to be as high. Right. Um, but that's that's the difference. So you have tax deferred and then Roth account, as long as you've had that Roth account for at least five years, then when you take the money out, it's tax free. Interesting. Wait, five right. years. Can you tell right. me a little bit more about so that? So there is that waiting period that the um, from from the time you made your your contribution to mm -hmm. it, um, you have to wait until you're uh, five years into it. And, and okay. most people are anyway. Right. I mean, you know, obviously we want people to invest for longer than just five years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though there are some people that start their retirement, you can start your retirement planning and saving at any point, mm -hmm. um, most people aren't starting it, you know, a few years right before they're ready to retire. They've, right. they've spent um, a long time working at this um, so that the money that they take out is then tax-free. Mm -hmm. I think that's one misconception we deal with on the Ignite funding side is that people think that the there is some taxable um, events still in a Roth IRA when they're getting the interest payments from us. Mm. And we try to explain to them, no, I mean, that's why why a Roth is a Roth. So That's right. Um, that's right. Well, while we're talking about interest payments, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So the very the the difference between a cash and an IRA account is, um, from my understanding, when people invest with the cash account on the 15th of each month, they get an interest payment from Ignite Funding and it goes right back into their checking, their saving or the brokerage account, what, just whatever they're designating. But with an IRA, how are the interest payments handled when they invest at Ignite? So the interest payments actually go right to preferred trust company so we can post it to the client's IRA account. So okay. the uh, client is never actually touching the funds. Um, they're able to see the deposits because, you know, um, both both Ignite Funding and Preferred Trust Company have portals where you can actually see, you know, where your payments have gone out, and then mm -hmm. you can see where they've come in on the Preferred Trust side. Um, and you can you know, watch your, your balance of your account growing, but you actually never touch the money until you request a distribution. So all of those interest payments are going straight into the IRA um, so that you can grow up for retirement. Yeah, it's, that's that's really great to be able to see because I know a lot of people, especially those in their later years that don't want to touch their principal cash, mm -hmm. they utilize our investments to then utilize that interest income for their RMDs. They do. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people are using, you're right, they're not touching the principal. Um, when things get paid off, they're reinvesting it. Mm -hmm. And they're taking that interest payment, the income that they make each month, and they may be making those payments, taking them to live off of. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of, of people, they're reaching a certain age, they're retiring. Um, but they obviously you still need money to, to live off of your, you know, your, your lifestyle. You want to maintain your lifestyle. So they've grown their retirement enough to where they can take out, a, you know, monthly uh, distribution to them personally. And that helps them pay for their groceries and it helps them pay for their mortgage and it helps them, you know, whatever expenses they have in their life. Now that they're not working, that retirement helps to facilitate those expenses each month. All right. I'm going to throw you a curveball because this is something that is a potential when investing in trust deeds. Um, a lot of investors understand what happens when a loan that they invest into goes into default mm -hmm. and then goes into foreclosure. Mm -hmm. They understand that, you know, they're getting a K-1 instead of a 1099. Mm -hmm. What happens when you're investing in an IRA and you invest at Ignite Funding and that exact situation happens? 
and a default happens. Uh, it's the same. It's the same kind of deal. So that's why we always talk about diversification, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole point of diversification is you're not putting all of your eggs in in one basket. We've we've heard that age old adage all the time, you know. Right. Um, and so we tell clients, you know, we're not telling you to leave the stock market and and get completely out. We're telling you to put some in publicly traded and put some in alternatives and you know spread out the wealth a little bit. So the same thing kind of applies when you're investing in trustees, right? You may not want all of your funds to be in construction loans. You may want to diversify between acquisition, construction, development. Um, you want to, you know, don't pick a loan. All, all of your loans, if you're going to do a couple loans, don't, don't make them all in one geographic area in one mm-hmm. city, you know, spread it out. And maybe you don't want to um, just go with one borrower. So diversification is important because, you know, if you have four or five loans in, in your account and one does go into default, then mm-hmm. you can still draw off of the others that are in your account. Um, so it's important, you know, if you're, you're going to make that decision to invest, you know, maybe not putting 100% of your dollars that you've set aside to invest in trustees into the same trustee right. note. You know, diversification within that asset group is important, uh, just as important it is as it is being diversified across the types of investments mm-hmm. you make. So just to um, just to elaborate a little bit more on the cash versus self-directed side. So like I mentioned earlier with a K-1, let's mm-hmm. say the foreclosure happens, there's a loss. Mm-hmm. People file that with their taxes and they can utilize that obviously to reduce their taxable income. Mm-hmm. But what happens in the IRA though? Like is it the same thing? Same same thing that, you know, the K-1 is issued to the IRA versus to the individual, to the individual investor, okay. right? And if it's the final K-1 um, and there's going to be no return of funds, then yeah. yes, the asset is removed uh, from the the IRA as a loss. All investments, as mm-hmm. as we all know, have some rate of risk to them, right? Correct. Nothing is, is risk-free. So there is that potential. That is one downside of, of investing in, in trustees is that there could be a potential default mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, um, Ignite funding is very um, unique in the fact that, you know, the loans are kept with them. They mm-hmm. do 100%, as you know, of the the um, servicing for everything the loan. Everything in-house. Right, everything, everything in-house. in-house, which makes that a great experience for the client because if a default does happen, you know, they're not worried or, and they're not chasing different companies around and trying to figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got one company communicating to the clients about what's going on with that particular investment. Maybe they're working on taking the property back. Maybe the investor's return of capital may not be as high, you know, they may get some back, maybe mm-hmm. only a portion of it is a loss. So there's all different types of scenarios that that can typically, you know, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but if a loss does happen, we do the same thing. It's removed from the account as a loss. Um, and that information is provided on the 5498 to the client as we're mm-hmm. no longer reporting the value of that asset. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's clarify some additional things because some people are probably like, oh, this sounds like a great idea. I like to, I like investing in something that gives me a tax-sheltered environment. Tax-free is the way to be. This is what I want to do. Um, but let's say they're already an investor at Ignite Funding. Okay. They have a cash account, a business account, something completely separate. Uh, I think the one thing that they need to understand is, first off, Ignite Funding and Preferred Trust are two separate companies. That is correct. We are completely different. Ignite Funding provides the investment preferred trust is your custodian. Correct. So that's the first thing we need to get across. Second is you will have to make two applications and two accounts. One would be for Ignite Funding, which would allow you to invest through that account. But before you even get that started, if you're even wanting to invest with an IRA, you actually need to talk to preferred trust first. You need to establish your IRA with them first. Once you get all that situated and they're able to help you with the transfer process, wherever your monies are coming from, then 
you would then talk to Ignite Funding once the account is established over at Preferred Trust. Yes, right, we're all good on correct. that. Yep. Yes, this is correct. You do need, you know, we 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 don't just miraculously know that oh, you have an account at Ignite Funding, and that must mean you want to use an IRA. So correct, you, know, you have to call Preferred Trust Company, and you have to fill out an application for retirement account. We've we've got to get your funds from wherever they're currently sitting over to your self-directed IRA with Preferred Trust. And once that happens, then you can make the investment with Ignite right. Funding. And from there, it is a pretty seamless process. I think. It is. Um, uh, preferred trust among the other custodians that we work with. I mean, we are very picky with who we work with because the biggest thing is um, if you haven't checked this out yet, go check out um, one of the blogs on Ignite Funding's website. And it talks a lot about um, is the custodian doing you harm? And what we mean by that is there's various things that can hinder you from earning the maximum amount of return, which one of those could be picking the right custodian and the speed, the technology, all these various things that they're able to offer. Because if a custodian's slow in funding, that doesn't do anything good for us on the Ignite funding side, but it also doesn't do anything good for the investor on that side. So that is one of the reasons we do have preferred trust as one of our custodians, because they're very quick, they understand real estate, and Honestly, they have probably some of the better fees out there compared to other custodians. So, um, okay, I'll get off that high horse there. So, um, but yeah, that, that is one thing. I, I know it sounds um, it sounds like we're reiterating a lot of things, but I think that's the one thing people have a misconception about is that once they already have an account at Ignite, oh yeah, they can just go ahead and invest with an IRA, and that's that's not true. So, I want to make sure people understand that. Yeah, they're two separate entities, two separate playing two separate roles, um, and you do need to keep those separately. You know, one is your one is custodying whatever investments, whatever mm -hmm. it be, trust deed notes, precious metals, real estate, other you know forms of real estate, digital currency, all, all are, are separate types of investments held within your IRA, just like your various types of stock in, in your you know, regular um, traditional IRA with you know, an Edward Jones, a Wells mm -hmm. Fargo type um, custodian. So yeah, you definitely have to um, make sure that you go through the process with preferred trust for the IRA side. All right. I want to touch on one more topic before we end today's episode, and that is um, about business owners. So we have tons of business owners that invest here at Ignite Funding through just their normal cash accounts. They utilize their um, monthly cash flow to invest with Ignite, compound, compound, grow that cash what they have right there. But there's something that I noticed that in the recently, a lot of business owners don't think about it or don't even know about this, that they can actually invest not just with their cash, but they can also invest through qualified funds, like through such as a, SIP, a SEP mm -hmm. or a simple. So can you touch a little bit about that? Just give us a little tidbits about what what those two things are? Sure. So, you know, the IRS has, there are four types of retirement accounts, period. Mm -hmm. okay. Traditional, Roth, Simple SEP. Those are your your four types. Okay. There's, you know, people say, oh, well, I have a real estate IRA or I have a precious metals IRA. No, you either have a traditional, a Roth, a simple, or a SEP. All right. Um, so to just to clarify that, then what you can invest in are is all those things that I just mentioned within right. the same IRA. And you don't have to have, you know, one IRA for your real estate investments and one for your precious metals holdings. They can all be under one umbrella, one IRA. But the really unique thing um, that the IRS has provided is the simple and the SEP IRAs are really for um, smaller businesses okay. um, that don't have hundreds of thousands of employees, but that want to be able to provide a way for their employees to save for retirement. Um, so the SEP plan 
uh, simplified employee pension plans. So we see a lot of people use this particular plan um, when they are self-employed. They have a company mm -hmm. themselves. They don't have a lot of employees. Maybe they have one other employee. Maybe they have no other employees. Mm -hmm. um, and so they want to use that to invest in. Um, and it, it provides, again, a lot of um, tax benefits um, for the business owner uh, as well you know, as saving for the employee's retirement. Um, so that's one type of um, a vehicle that, mm -hmm. that, that SEP IRA. And then there's the simple IRA, which is also for smaller business owners, those that have a hundred employees or less. Okay. Um, it makes it, a, you know, it's a little bit easier to administer than a 401k. You know, as soon as you start opening up a 401k, you have to have a third party administrator. Um, you have a lot of reporting to the IRS that has to be done. Um, and, and it's also not as cost effective, you know, for, for a smaller employer. Sounds to a have. little bit more of a headache. Right. Than, okay? And so once, but once you reach that hundred or more threshold of employees, then mm -hmm. you know you're looking for a bigger plan. But if you have 25 employees or 30 employees, that simple IRA might be perfect for you. Okay. Um, to be able to offer your employees a way to save for their retirement. Um, you know, a, a lot of people today don't don't have you know retirement accounts started yet. Yeah. Um, and so this is a great way to offer that to your employees. Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great thing I've been hearing lately. Is um, I think we've been doing a pretty good job of educating our investors, especially the small business owners on different types of ways to invest and doing it in a tax sheltered environment and trying to basically just come up with every possible way you know there's there's more than one way to invest and i think that's yeah. what is what isn't done well enough among our industry whether that's the real estate and financial side or whether that is even the banking investing or even ira qualified fund side so um once again i think that's a great avenue for those business owners go check it out. Go check out what a SEP is. Go do a simple, I mean, Google's a great tool. Go ahead and go do all the research yourself. And we do have that information on our website too. Yep. You can see some comparisons. It's important, I think, when, you know, as a small business owner, when you're getting ready to set up an employee plan, mm -hmm. um, that you really look at the differences, you yep. look at the contribution limits, you look at what you're responsible for as an employer, yep. matching any contributions, that type of thing. Um, and, you, and you look at the cost and the administration of those type of plans. And you really kind of, you know, you need to look in and weigh the pros and the cons of each type of um, uh, or each type of retirement plan mm -hmm. so you can decide what's best for your company and your employees. We also recommend, obviously, if you're a small business owner, you probably have a CPA in your corner. That's mm -hmm. one of the most important professional people, I think, to have for any IRA um, investor is, is that CPA um, that can help you along and answer any questions. Remember, Preferred Trust Company, we're a licensed custodian, but we're not licensed tax professionals and giving tax advice is not something we do. Um, but we encourage our clients to seek that from a CPA. Um, you know, I, I think that's one thing that's missing sometimes. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just use uh, Chris's disclaimer. And um, <laughs> yeah, we're not CPAs or professionals yeah. on the Ignite funding side either. We're not advisors or any of that. Um, and then just once again, I do want to reiterate, if you do like some of the information you did here today, uh, you can go check out Preferred Trust Company at Preferred trustcompany.com. They have some great content over there on their website, videos, blogs, everything from white papers, anything in, in detail, especially um, I'm going to throw this out there. If you're a person that's wanting to be uh, open up a checkbook LLC, you don't know what that is, go check it out on their website. That's a great way for some of the savvier investors that want to invest in not just real estate, but other alternative investments. So 
again, hey, thanks a lot, Chris, for today's thanks, episode. Yeah. I've been we really waiting, we're really waiting to get you guys on here and talk a little bit more. I know we've had a lot of clients that are thinking about doing this or just don't even know where to start at. So um, here's your starting point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> send them our way. We'd be happy to talk to them and, and walk them through the process. Thanks again to our listeners for listening in on another episode of Deeds in the Desert. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for joining us this week on Deeds in the Desert, where short-term investments meet long-term investors. We hope you enjoyed the content so much that you share it with all your friends. Who doesn't like learning about passive fixed income, right? Still hungry for more education? Visit our website at ignitefunding.com. Or if you're ready to take the leap and start investing, give us a call at 702-761-0000 and schedule a free investor consultation. 